Hey everybody, this is your boy DJ coming at you live from upstate New York on another episode of Sports Talk. Alright, let's start this segment off with some hockey. The NHL and the NHL Players Association have agreed upon a 56-game season. Season will start January 13th, and it will wrap up around May 8th. Training camp will start January 3rd, with the exception of the seven teams that did not make the bubble. They will be starting December 31st. There will be four new divisions this year, the North, East, Central, and the West all teams will play only divisional opponents this season. Teams in the North, which is composed of all Canadian teams, will play each other around 9 to 10 times, while everyone else will face their divisional opponents around 8 times. The reason for this new division realignment is because of the COVID pandemic and the Canadians' borders being closed to non-essential businesses. The players have an opt-out deadline of December 24th for this season. The playoffs will return to a 16-teams best-of-seven four-round playoff format. What does this mean? The first two rounds will be interdivisional play. After that, the four division winners will advance to the semifinals, reseeding based on their regular season point totals. The two semifinal teams will play in the Stanley Cup Finals, meaning this year not necessarily going to have an East versus West competing for the Stanley Cup, which this means that is going to be very interesting if this does happen and if going on after this if they're going to be thinking about um not doing a west versus east instead of the whole league and making it a little bit more interesting um trade deadline will be april 12th the 2021 nhl draft will be july 23rd through the 24th concluding with the free agency starting july 28th now let's move to some NBA. Tonight, the NBA returns, not two months after the finals ended. We will have two games slated for tonight, Warriors versus Nets, meaning this is going to be KD's first game since injuring his Achilles in the finals with the Warriors some 500-odd days ago. This is going to be very, very interesting seeing Kevin Durant against Steph Curry. Um, I think it's going to be a competitive game. I think it's going to be uh, very good. I don't see it being a blowout. Um, obviously, no fans in the in the court in the courts in the stadiums really diminish the kind of excitement we're always used to. But this should be a very, very entertaining game. And then we got 
the ring ceremony tonight. Lakers versus Clippers. But first, I want to talk real quick. I know on my on my first episode, I talked about James Harden. Um, and I'm about to talk just a couple, a, a little bit more. So, last night, James Harden had a fight with a teammate during practice. Um, apparently, they had words, and James decided to throw the ball towards the direction of the play of, of the other player he was arguing with. James Harden wants to be traded. I don't think this is the way for you to be traded. What you're showing teams is, I don't want you. Because you're if you're going to be that disruptive to the team, instead of helping us win a championship, why would I give up all of my assets to bring you in? Miami already decided to not pursue James Harden. Um, the only big team that we've heard so far are the Denver Nuggets. Um, but James Harden needs to start being a little bit more professional. Um, he's not. This is not the way to get things done. If, if you really want to be moved, this is not the way. That, that's all I got to say about it. Um, Biggest leap team this year, I think, will be the Dallas Mavericks. We already saw what they could do in the bubble with Luka. And I think if Kristaps Porzingis can stay healthy and this team continues going to the trajectory they've been going to, I think they're going to be a very big threat in the West. Um, with that being said, who can beat the Lakers? And I know that the listeners are going to say that I'm crazy for saying these two teams. But my first is the Denver Nuggets. They really proved in the bubble that they can stay consistently if they if their defense can upgrade can go a little bit higher than where they were in the bubble i think that they can give the laker a run for their money another team that if they come back from what they did in the bubble and can make a big leap this year especially with the new addition that they have they can give the Lakers a run for their money is the Phoenix Suns. Look, Phoenix acquired Chris Paul. Let's think about this for a second. Chris Paul last year was in a team that had nothing. The only thing they had was promise with the rookies they had. Promise for the next three to four years. For them to improve themselves and be better and then start contending again. Chris Paul took a projected 14th, 13th place team in their conference to a 6th place team in the playoffs. 
with just a little sh- they they just got a little short of making the second round. Chris Paul helped this team make it to the playoffs in the first round and a possible second round just falling short. So you trade Chris Paul to the Phoenix Suns, who already have Devin Booker and have DeAndre Ayton. And now they added Jay Crowder and all the other names they have in Phoenix. I think Phoenix has a possibility. I'm not saying that they will. I'm saying they have a possibility of maybe giving the Lakers a run for their money in the West. With Chris Paul there, I am comfortable in saying that. He's a proven veteran. He makes everyone around him better. Devin Booker was already averaging 28, 26, 28 points per game. With Chris Paul, this team could be a serious contender. Um, now, moving on to my favorite segment, the NFL. Okay. So, a couple key mashups last week that I talked about um, didn't make my conversation or didn't make the podcast um, this episode. I'm just going to start off with the Jets and the Rams. I know in my last podcast I talked about I'm not worried about the Rams. Uh, It's going to be an easy win against the Jets. How did the best defense in the league let themselves get beaten by an 0-13 Jets? I, I, I just, I'm just beside myself. And this, this was just not the Rams losing the top spot in the division. It was the Jets losing the number one overall pick. Are they, do they know what they're competing for this year? They just lost a number one overall pick. And give, we don't know where the Jets are going in terms of if they're going to fire Adam Gaze, if they're going to keep um, Sam Darnold, or what are they going to do? Look, the top prize is Trevor Lawrence. You want to know what experts are saying that Trevor Lawrence looks like? Peyton Manning. So Sam Darnold wins this game and potentially lost the number one pick for the Jets. Because honestly, if they end up getting the second round pick and they try to give Sam Darnold and the second pick to the Jags, I'm never going to do that. But the Rams just lost 
their top seed. And going on the other side of the coin, Seattle and Washington. This was one of my key mashups this week. And Seattle beat Washington 20-15. to 15. What does this mean? Seahawks go 10-4. and four. Rams go 9-5. and five. Seahawks reclaim the top spot in the division. While Washington somehow still have the number one spot in the East. Well, let's, let's not say somehow. Anyone can make it out of the East. Now, one thing that concerns me going on out now with the last two weeks Dwayne Haskins was caught at a strip club last night. Kid, you guys are fighting for a playoff spot. Alex Smith is injured. You are their, you are their starting quarterback. And you're caught at the strip club? You're, you know we're going through a pandemic right now, right? You know that that means that you can't play for the next two weeks because you decided to go out partying. The league is letting Washington handle it internally. If Dwayne Haskin plays on Sunday, let's just say he shouldn't because we're going through a pandemic right now. And if because you, if you decided to go partying, you end up having it and decided and, and infect everyone else. Like, we get it. You said that that was immature and it, and then you're sorry, but sorry doesn't cut it. That means that your season is over because there's two weeks left. You shouldn't be allowed to play in my eyes. Next game is Philadelphia, Arizona. The Cardinals beating Philadelphia 33-26. to Now, th- th- this is another drama right here with Philadelphia. Cardinals, this should have been an easy win for you guys. And it ended up being a little bit too close for comfort at the end. Um, Jalen Hurts is proving to be a good quarterback. Um, he He's going to be the quarterback for Philadelphia throughout the rest of the season. Um, but with that being said, Carson Wentz, he goes out and starts pouting about how unfair it is that Jalen Hurts is starting and he's on the bench and that you're paying me more and this and that. Carson? Haven't you been you're you're the worst quarterback in the league? That's including the backups. That's including the backups. You're the worst quarterback in the league. You shouldn't be pouting. You shouldn't be in, you should be in that bench thinking, analyzing, what can I do better? 
what kind of plays can I do to make things better? I need to start listening to my coach. I need to start doing this. I need to start doing that. Because right now, all you're doing is pouting and blaming. And nobody around you, and nobody in general, wants a teammate that all he does is point fingers. Philadelphia is still in it at 4-9. and nine. They're not eliminated yet. Washington is 6-8. and eight. Giants are 5-9 and nine losing against the Browns. They lost against Cleveland. I, I really think that that was going to be a, a tight ball game. With the Giants wanting, uh, going for a playoff hunt, um, but Cleveland won, and something happened on Monday night that I wasn't expecting to happen. The Steelers lost against the Bengals. Ben Roethlisberger looked awful in that first half. I honestly thought the Steelers had this division one. There was no competition. Now with two weeks left, Cleveland is ten and four. Pittsburgh is eleven and three. This means that Cleveland has an opportunity to win the division. Should they win the division? Honestly, I think they deserve it. They've busted they busted their butts out there week in and week out. Baker Mayfield has shown what a Cleveland Browns team can do. And and yeah, I think they deserve to go for that number one spot against Pittsburgh. Um so it, it will be an interesting last two weeks with those two teams fighting for for the division crown. Um, another game that I wasn't expecting to go the way it went was Kansas City against New Orleans. Look, we, we all know what Drew Brees can do. You can never doubt him. But I said it on my last podcast, and I'll say it again. I didn't want Drew Brees playing. Honestly, I think he should have retired when he got hit and everything started to 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 happen. Drew is one bad hit away from something terrible happening. Football is not bigger than life. I get it. He just wants to make this his last season and go for one last run. He wants to do this. But at what cost? The Chiefs beat the Saints 32 to 29. A very close game. I got a coworker of mine, he's a Chiefs fan. And every time we talk about the Chiefs, he he doesn't see a team out there capable of beating the Chiefs. 
Everybody's beatable. I don't care how good you are. Everybody is beatable. You only need a good game from the other team and a bad game from your team. That's all it takes. So we, we, we started talking, and I told him that the Buffalo Bills, who, by the way, clinched their first division crown since 1995. And let me say that was the year I was born. So 25 years for the Bills to finally get crowned. And they deserve it. Now I told them. The Bills have a great opportunity of knocking Kansas City out. Um, Miami already showed what they can do against Kansas City. If that defense can show up the way they did again in the playoffs, with at least a couple of fans out there, and if Tua is... Shooting straight at the barrel. This could be great games. Now the one. The one scenario I gave him. That he did agree with me. Is if Kansas City meets Green Bay. In the Super Bowl. This is must see TV. Green Bay. Versus Kansas City. It's going to be lights out. Super Bowl, it'll, it'll be lights out. AFC Conference Championship. Buffalo against KC. That's going to be another must-see game. And I honestly think that Buffalo can beat Kansas City. And now, I didn't want to get to this. I didn't want to get to this. <sighs> we have, I've had a couple of fans from a specific team come up to me and tell me, them cowboys, huh? Them cowboys. Look, Cowboys beat San Fran, 41-33. And now I got Cowboy fans saying that they're going to make the playoffs. That they will win the Super Bowl. I just can't. I just can't. The worst team in the league. I don't care they're 5 and 9. I don't care about that. They're the worst team in the league. We got fans saying that they're going to win the Super Bowl because they got two wins back to back weeks. And they're just a game back from Washington, who might not even have a quarterback in the last two weeks. That they get a chance to win the division again? Look, 
to all them cowboy fans out there, I beg you, please look at your team. And don't tell me that you guys have an opportunity to win the Super Bowl because you don't. Because I'm sorry, if you're saying that you can beat Seattle, that you can beat New Orleans, can you, that you can beat Green Bay, Tampa, the Rams, to get to the Super Bowl? No. No. Not in a million years. Not in a million years. The Cowboys will not win anything. If anything... The second overall team, which are the New Orleans Saints right now, as of now. Or I'm sorry, they, they will win the division. They would be fourth. So they would be facing the fifth. So they would be facing the Rams right now if they were in the playoff hunts. You really think that you're going to beat the Rams? If anything, that's going to be an easy win for the Rams. They're going to do it with their eyes closed. That, that, that's going to be their bye week. And let me say it right now. Whoever faces any of the East teams, that's going to be a bye week for them. Because that's how bad the East is. Now to end this show. The Bears. Bears, they didn't, they didn't disappoint. Bears win 33-27, staying alive for the playoffs. Montgomery, what a great job. I That's I, that's what I talked about last time is David Montgomery's running game. He needs to show up. They needed to shut down Dalvin Cook. They couldn't. They couldn't shut down Dalvin Cook, but Montgomery mashed him blow by blow. And he did a great job, a great job. Mr. Bisky is playing for an audition, not just for the Bears, for any team in the league right now, because he knows that if he doesn't come back to the Bears, he needs to show every other team out there what he can do in these last two games, in the last three games with this one already played. So the Bears still have a chance. The Cardinals are 8-6. and six. The Bears are 7-7. Seven and seven. Now, a loss next week means we're eliminated from the playoffs. But a loss from the Cardinals and a win from Chicago means we're going to have an interesting, interesting last two weeks of the NFL. Now, this has been your boy, DJ. Like I said, coming to you live from upstate New York. I hope you guys enjoy this show and until Saturday for my NFL previews.